I got laid off. I got fired. I got fired. But here's the thing. I was a binge guy. I remember seeing her at the local titty bar. I feel dirty right now just telling it into a microphone. We're broken around here. Working man is Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Working Class Souls Podcast. I'm your host, Ed McGowan, here in the break room with my co-host, Josh Accardo. What's up, buddy? How you feeling? Cancer-free, man. Yeah, dude. They got the cancer. Dude, congrats, man. I'm, uh... <laughs> I didn't know if we were going to talk about it right away. Yeah. I'm Fuck s- it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So those people who don't know, I uh, went for an annual physical, I don't know, four months ago. I saw a trace of blood in my urine. I sent me to a urologist. Urologist is like, all right, here's the deal. Um, we could put you know, here in the office right now, I could shove something through your urethra. <laughs> no joke. This is what he's straight face. I just, man. yeah, I could just, and it, with the motion, yeah. uh, you're like, oh, great. Perfect. I'm so glad I came. <laughs> and can, is this, can I ask a question? Because we had talked about this on the road. We were driving a little bit and yeah. you were talking about this guy and you're like, I fucking hate this I hate guy. His guts. Now, was it before or after he stuck something to your dick? Before. <laughs> it was even, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought man, it I was wish, like, you know, I don't want to blow anyone's spot up when it comes to because I don't really have any recourse. You know, I'm pretty familiar with the ins and outs of like hospital system and what needs to be done. You know, unfortunately, you know, I've been in the hospital before, all that stuff. Uh, making the arrangements to do this surgery and getting the proper information. This is why I want to talk about it. You know, I know we're a comedy podcast, but I want to talk about the realities of men needing to know what the fuck's going on when it comes to this kind of shit. Because it's pretty common in men. A little bit older than me, but if you're a smoker, they say like this shit happens a lot. I get in there, he's like, "I'll stuff this thing in your urethra right now," mm-hmm. and I could see with the camera, you know, like you know, right now what you got in there, and I was like, Whew. and I go, "Okay, so let me ask you a question," because then he says right after that, he says, "And then you can get a CT scan, and then I'm, you know, I'm paying, I, I have insurance, but it's still charging me." For the visits, you know, I'm not, it's like 80% it covers of stuff. Well, I, I, but here's the thing. There's the, um, the endoscopy, it's an endoscopy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he would do to me? Yeah, yeah. The, through the urethra, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, There's like, they can see things if they have like, I mean, they're guys that do this all the time, right? Yeah. So they can see it, but the CT gives them a, um. Yes. Like an overhead. Yes. The blimp, the, you know, the Goodyear yeah. blimp yeah, over yeah, the yeah. stadium yeah. kind of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Based on one going through my urethra in the yeah. office, which I have a huge fear of, which I, I think a lot of men do. Dude, uh, I was I almost passed out just you know, whenever people have to like go near there and squeeze on it and open, like he had to open it and look in it, and I was it was awful. So I was like, well, how about you know, is it possible for me to just go get this CT scan rather than go through all this pain? Because no matter what. You know, you're. If you do see something on the CT scan, you're gonna have to. Then, the, you know, he goes. If we see something on the CT scan, then it's cancer, and then mm-hmm. it's you know, it's a tumor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I go. So I could go through the endoscopy, and the only thing I could come out of come out of it is that uh, it it there's no tumor in there. But from what you're saying, when you see blood in the urine, more times than not, nine times out of ten, basically, it's. There's something in the bladder. All right. It's very highly. Put it this way. It's very likely when you see traces of blood in your urine 
that there might be something going on with your bladder if they've already ruled out a UTI and all the other stuff they could okay. rule out. Okay. So they've ruled all that out with me. I had 50 urine cultures. Okay. Just to tell everybody, like, that's what I did before they got to the cancer part. They ruled out everything. Uh-huh. So I said, rather than do this endoscopy, I'm just going to do the CT scan. Uh-huh. So CT scan shows I have a tumor in my bladder. Having to make the arrangements to do the surgery was a pain in the they fuck they fucking fucked it all up. Oh, you have all, to. It's dude, all the over worst. the place. They're the worst. All oh my god! And you were thinking like you know I get that you handle this every day, but I am now like my wife stressed out. I'm trying to keep it on lock f- for me and for my friends. I told like, I think I only told you and, and one other person before I announced that I had cancer. And the only reason why I even did that shit is I thought it would be funny. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, if I do, because I was not prepared for the great result. <laughs> I was, you know, I came out of there of and course. it was like, I, ex- I f- expected fully for them to remove a full tumor out of my bladder. I expected chemo, you know, yeah, and sure. I didn't, and maybe even more than one, mm-hmm. you know, thing of chemo. And I got out of there with just fantastic news. You know, they basically are saying I'm good so to go. So you got all that. They did I'm the biopsy and everything. They, all that stuff's good to go. Oh, they that's great. Uh, chemo washed my bladder. I'm just in a lot of pain, but hey, congrats, dude. I'm here, man. I'm fucking psyched for you, bro. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel fuck. I, I still feel terrible though. Oh, I, I think like yeah. How many it, days ago was it though? It was like not even more a week, than right? physically, emotionally. I feel terrible. I it, there's something broken me during that time. And I can't talk about everything on air. Uh-huh. Hey, Nooch, uh-huh. just sit down. It's my dog. It's my service dog. Emotional support dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby? Uh, I don't. I just don't know, man. I feel like I'm in a. I'm in a weird place emotionally. Okay. Uh-huh. And I don't know what that means. You know, as far as like why, or it, I'm sure it has to do with having. I, I'm a dramatic person to begin with. You know, you don't say. <laughs> so I was already fucking. Really? I was already dead. <laughs> I was thinking about my son. I got this little boy at sure. home. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. my wife and I are stressed out over it. Her and I are like kind of at each other's throats over it. It's just it's caused a lot of chaos yeah, that bro. I now have to fix. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, that I, I guess it's a silver lining. You know, I don't know. It's fucked up. All I, all I know is I'm glad that I'm healthy and I'm happy to be doing the show. Yeah, me too, dude. I'm very happy for you. Can I uh, talk? Can I uh, tangent a little bit, please? Uh, how is the um, the anesthesia? I love it. That's, I've been under a few times lately. Yeah. The fact that Do you know I, what they gave you? No, the, I was trying to talk to the See, guy. I, the, I always get the I always get the recipe. You know more about drugs. I get the recipe. Than I, I want to do. I, I had a. Uh, it feels so good. I talked to my. I've had it a couple times. I've had anesthesia probably like three or four times now in the last uh, eight years. I, the, uh, the not the last one, but the one before it. I got. Um, I was like, oh, dude, this is such a. This oh, is, this is good. I so was I breathing my, it in. Whatever they're giving. Oh, they me. gave you like the gas. It was probably he said ball. he's gonna shoot some shit through my. Into my veins, and uh-huh. he's gonna do it in the mouth. Oh, you, you, so you got a little, you got a, like a little. Uh, oh, man, I've been IV. stuck so many times the last two weeks. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. constant. They I can't. T- I have thick skin, so you can't find my veins. So they're digging around with a fucking needle. It's, just, it's been, a, it's been a joy, everyone. I got. It's been when great. I, when I had my, uh, I had my, no, uh, my septum. I had like a. ENT oh, when you got going. your septum pierced yeah. when you had going through that phase. <laughs> yeah, and I got infected. No. <laughs> I think you see for that, you pussy. Hit <laughs> that ska show. Uh, <laughs> 
has been blowing guys on Lori's side, and then one of them convinced him to pierce the septum. Yeah, you know it'd be hot. Not only when you wear those leather straps across your nips, but when you get that septum pierced. The and the your cum gutter. Cum gutter. I don't know. Cum something. Yeah, you you swallow cum, you shoot it out of your nose, and it would drip down your fucking septum. Anyways, I'm getting my. uh, I'm so I'm at the me and T. Cum gutter. We're getting surgery, and the uh, the nurse she sticks me with the or the uh, anesthesiologist sticks me with the. thing and I, I go oh hey is that gonna leave a scar on my hand she's like she's like no I was like oh okay cool she goes why I was like oh I have a show tonight I didn't want to I, I don't know if I, if I could, so what I just drop in your stupid stand-up career yeah what'd you do that for I don't know why I said it but I got scared <laughs> I got for a, a second like tonight. I was like I was right in my hand that I hold the mic with because I was gonna switch hands Anyway, you're not a hand model. I don't care if you're holding the mic. I didn't know it was gonna be a big old thing on my big thing. So what? A wound? Tra- <laughs> what are you, you gonna throw off your jokes about doing crack? <laughs> I need the audience. Who the fuck are you, Orson Welles? I need the audience at all times to be focused on Ed McGowan at all times. This is the product, not this, ma'am. <laughs> Some Filipino nurse, like just trying to get through the day, dude. No scarring, right? She goes, uh, she goes, now you'll be fine. She and I go, I, was, I go, yeah, I'm cleaning. She goes, oh, okay, and then like tweaks the dials a little bit, and then I just like kind of whoa dip, and we go into the room. She kicks the door open. She wheels me, and she goes, I gave him a little extra. He said he was a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> just they're like. He's gonna dude, be so they, annoying. They just turn all, him down. They just all start like laughing. And oh, everything. they fuck with you in there, dude. Totally, dude. Oh, it was so much fun. It was yeah. like a party for like twenty seconds. Afterwards, the next day, I go uh, to my ENT. I go, so what was that? He goes, oh yeah. Like he's giving me all like the procedural. Sure. Like this is what you need. This is what we did. And I go, so what was that? Uh, what was that cocktail I got? He goes, ah, I'll tell you what. Yeah. So we gave you fifty mics of, of fentanyl, and then we gave you uh, two grams of medazolam. I don't know if the with the. Uh, Grams were about to party with those guys. Dude, I bet I know some of them so are corrupt. Exci- he got so excited. We know they're so the corrupt. Drugs. They know how to do the exact amounts to not kill themselves. Oh, I don't think he's dabbles. Uh, maybe, maybe he does. I don't know. But hey, he got. Uh, you got the access, dude. So that was yeah, fentanyl. That was the first time I ever did fentanyl. Oh, I, I never did oh, that. For wasn't the pain? around. That wasn't around uh, when I was doing drugs. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit was. Oh my God. You know, I don't. It's so funny. Narcotics don't do me like that. But, like. Did you get anything? Did you get any, like, oxys? How? Okay, so this is the other part of it. We got time. The fucking. They shove to do the surgery. They put you under. They shove instruments down your urethra. They chimney sweep it, like Mary Poppins style. A camera through it. And then whatever else they got to shoot in there for the bladder. I get out. I fill up this thing of just blood piss. I say, I'm in a lot of pain. They go, yeah, it's very painful. I said, what, what, what do I get for it? And they're like, here's some Tylenol. You could buy it over That's the counter. It? Nothing else. Huh. That's why I went through those great lengths. Stop. You're, What's up, Mitch? You're out of here in a minute. Uh, it the, Tylenol, huh? I could barely walk, huh? That's crazy. You know, I, I I'm it's graphic, but it's for the story, folks. Tylenol. So, so I had a uh, and I did my own edible. I bought my own edibles. 
Oh, can you get can you get uh, medical marijuana in New York? Like, can they? Did they prescribe that for? Well, pain? it's legal here now, so you can get it sent to you now from. Medical but like places. on your insurance and stuff like that. No, no, okay. dude. They charge me. So, I'm in. I don't want to think about how much hospital. I mean, my hospital bills are so they're astronomical right now. Did you deal with the insurance? You talk with the insurance. Well, the insurance is taking care of eighty percent, but like all the shit I had done, that you know, it's still thousands of dollars I have to pay because well, of. I'll say this. So when when does your policy flip? Like when does the year flip? The end of the year. I think so. So. You should do, and Lauren, you guys are on the same plan. You have a well, family. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. should do like everything that you go get a podiatrist. Go do everything because you hit. There's an out of pocket max uh-huh. that you hit, so it's probably like eight grand or something like that. So once you hit eight grand, yeah, everything you do after that. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. Free. I knew that, but at this point, so it's like, like go get like point. massages, stuff like that. No, like that, oh, because I've already met the out of pocket. Once you hit that out of pocket, oh. go do anything. Go get your eyes checked. Well, eyes, I don't think are covered, but like go to like ear, anything you got to do, or we're thinking about maybe doing. You know, it's so funny. This is actually on brand for the show. <laughs> it's the most working class shit to sit around and think Dude, of what your insurance will and will not totally. cover. Well, that's a, that's what's so crazy. I've had this conversation about people. People get crazy about insurance and this and that. And it's like, it's so nuts to me that <clears throat> your insurance is always tied to your job. Like, it's always yeah. something that's like part of your job. Oh, yeah. Like, as like, that, how many comedians do we know that do, no one has, no one has a fucking insurance, man? That's crazy. It's know, crazy. I, I think I spent about three years of my comic life without insurance. But no, maybe even less than that. I've always had, even when I was, you know, in my twenties, I just had, I had insurance. Yeah, I didn't have insurance throughout my twenties. Uh, I just don't see how you, you know, I, I don't see how you would live. I didn't go to a dentist throughout my twenties. Sure, dude, bro. I finally went to a dentist, man. It was like he's like, okay, you got a lot, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Start rolling his sleeves up. We're gonna be here all night. Can't, can't. Cancel my call my wife. Tell her I'll be home late. Like a, like a minor helmet. <laughs> you live at the dentist. <laughs> Him and his family. You live there. You just stay there. <laughs> he just wakes up every morning. Say, Open your mouth. <laughs> I'm just laying there with, a, with it propped open, just spritzing me with water. What is like? What does that long of a time do to your teeth? Like what, what kind of stuff out of the gate besides, I'm assuming cavities, but what else? Like just all cavities. deteriorating fucking gums, dirty yeah, ass breath. Yeah, I had like, like a lot of like space between my gums. He would uh, give me, he, give, he used to put some powder in there. Powder? What's that gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> smell this breath? <laughs> that fucking powder ain't gonna fix this. What is this, the 1800s? <laughs> this fucking witch doctor put a, comes put in. Put a little sand in there. <laughs> put a little baby's breath in there. What? And some powder. <laughs> Fuck you. My teeth are rotten out of my skull. Uh, powder. <laughs> yeah, was no, that a dentist you saw? It was like a... <laughs> It was a guy. It was a guy down there. He's like, I got you. It was just a little like hash. a local guy. It was a little hashish. It's a guy I met at a dead show. Shut up at his van in Montclair. But no, so like, yeah, because when I was waiting tables, I never had insurance. It wasn't until Those I got. jobs never do shit when it comes to you that. You don't get any of that Nothing. stuff. No, you don't get any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't have, it wasn't until I moved to New York and I finally got like a, like a non-working class job. Like my, when I became like an assistant editor. Yeah. 
which was like, I mean, it was work, I was like a working class guy at like an edit facility, like because I always uh, think that's so funny in your life how you become dude, this. When I got hired, well, you then, have to be relied upon, but you can apply all the nuttiness of waiting tables yeah. to it. They were like, "Look at this guy. This this kid's He's so hyper awesome. focused." I was in like, the mail room working in the mail room at this place, and it was, uh, and they cut. They were like that was it was like a legit. They cut Super Bowl commercials. They cut like the fake uh, parody commercials for SNL. Like I was That's like so cool. meeting people from SNL, and everybody just thought I was like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> it is your cocaine. Who's, days, who's right? Oh yeah, I was smoking crack like heavy. heavy. I love how your career has uh, you got a promotion during your crack days. Yeah, it's you might be one of the only people. That's how much of a hard worker you are. I love how you're the guy that's like okay. Uh, Eddie, you're our go-getter, man. What, we gotta, we gotta get through this door. Throw Eddie through the door. Like everything is like that's how you get on the roster. Oh, you're totally. The flop guy, like Eddie. Well, will that's take what the I was bump. in grade school too. It was like, oh, Eddie will do it. Yeah, go throw. Uh, we're gonna throw chocolate. We're gonna throw our milk cartons at the teacher's car. Who's gonna do? It? I'll do it. <laughs> And then I'm the only kid in the class that drank white milk, so they they're like, oh, it would have to be McGowan. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb fucking kid. No, but so I get a job well, there. You're the only one drinking white milk. I was the only kid that drank me and some first grader. <laughs> Everybody drank chocolate so milk. You and that first grader, you sitting there together. <laughs> well, no, yeah, <laughs> you're hanging out. With the yeah, I fucking threw the milk at the teacher's car, and now I'm sitting here with you. <laughs> Me, they got us interrogating. <laughs> it's one of you two. All <laughs> year, you never talk. <laughs> the principal walks in with a cup of coffee. He sits down. Ah, so one of you two. <laughs> Tim, was it you, Tim? Timmy, was it you? Or was it Ed? It's <laughs> <laughs> a big mirror there. The teacher's car. The teacher's car. It's just like. I know what's what do you? Okay, when you are. Assistant editor, you don't know what you're doing. Didn't you just fake it to get that Dude, job? When I got that job there, I didn't. So it was 2002. I got hired in 2002. I didn't know that I could check my email at any other computer other than the one I had at home. So, because I remember they go, "Oh, we emailed you," because I was working in the mailroom. Still, I wasn't an assistant. Yet. I was in the mailroom. And she's like, oh, everybody What's a mailroom got- like, by the way? That was great. Yeah. Mailroom's awesome. Yeah. My brother's like a mailroom guy. Oh, dude. Mailroom's like, He's like, a, he, uh, any name a mailroom, that dude wants to work in it. He's dude. Because you can run the fucking whole place from the mailroom. Mailroom's just busting bomb. Yeah. And, like, that and you is just fuck like- around. No one hears you, so you could say wild shit. So what's funny is when I came through there, <clears throat> you either sat at the front desk and answered the phones or you worked in the mailroom. And like in the mailroom, there was like two guys, like lifer guys that were like, they were the they ran the mailroom, and then you just would have these these kids that would come in and then get move up to like assistant editors. So it was like uh, you'd, you'd be in the mailroom for maybe like a year. I came in, and I mean, I fit right in. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Every time I see, because I've had a lot of office jobs, I see the mailroom guys. I'm uh, like, oh, I'm just like a that's my, refurbished version of one of these. That's dudes. my fucking crew. Yeah, right I mean, there, I, yeah. I, they get out, they say inappropriate shit to the women that uh, work there. All those guys do dumb shit. And the and it's so funny because when the mailroom guy says something off color to like the ladies, the ladies are like, "Oh, Johnny, Cause they, yeah. cause they know I'm better than you." Yeah, right. I have a better job but than if you, you better said position. It, if you said you, it. Oh, yeah, it's done, not fucking done. cool. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a colleague. Yeah, these are the grunts from the mailroom. Yeah, they get away with that. 
Yeah, Rob. I can see you fitting in in a mailroom. Oh, it was so it was Rob and Gucci. Those were the two dudes in there. Uh, Gary was Gucci's name. Gary Gucci. Any anthrax? Huh? Any anthrax? Weren't you at the era of the anthrax when you were? It was anthrax was going around. Yeah. What did you have to do? I mean, we worked at a post. That's just like another fucking yeah bit the government was doing. I mean, I mean, I'm sure someone got dinged, but I remember I worked in an office. They shut the joint down. We couldn't leave for like three hours. Because of anthrax? They said they got an anthrax thing in, and I was working on a huge financial firm, and they fucking put the dudes in the hazmat suit, and they had to clear us. Oh. That was no joke, dude. No, I worked at a, I worked at a, it was a place that probably had 50 employees. Oh, man, yeah. We it was got a post, it. it was a editing facility. I mean, a financial place. It probably had like 100 or 600 employees or something like that. Well, that was wild when they would come in the hazmat suits. And That's crazy. I never saw anybody yeah, in a hazmat suit. I remember when they started, so it was, yeah, right, when that started going around, you had to have ID to get in these buildings, and I had no ID. <laughs> I lost all my ID. So I was rolling around with my passport that was like ripped up. <laughs> it was like not together, you know. Like it went through the wash a couple times, and it was like busted on the side. The How, picture came why in are and you out. Washing passport, <laughs> dude. So that I was huge. Here's what here's what happened. I had lost every piece of idea. I had my I had a, like a messenger bag that had because I had already lost my uh, license. I was rolling around with um, my passport and my birth certificate. And then I had like um, like a bill with an address on it, a social security card. I had every possible piece of ID in this bag, and I lost it. Why would you do that? I don't. I mean, dude, why I mean, would you keep everything in one place? Because I I thought I would need it. <laughs> and then I lost it, dude. I lost every possible. Dude, you know how hard it is. To I think people get so fucked up too because you forget. I was going to make fun of you for a second, but then I realized no, this there's like, so many things you... They need two forms of identification right. for tons of shit. This is 2002 in New York when after 9-11... They keep my, my ID at a bar nowadays. I'm irate. Oh, yeah. In this day and age, you don't need to keep my yeah, ID. Yeah, no. Figure, Scan it and yeah, attach yeah, it to totally. the thing. I don't yeah, give a fuck, but yeah. you don't need my ID. No. Sorry, keep going. When I lost, Very angry. So I lost that whole bag... <laughs> So I have nothing. And you know how hard it is to get? Isn't it ironic? It's a messenger bag. Yeah. It's like a responsible person's bag who travels and gets the delivery done. It's a fucking guy left it at the bar. So now it cuts to like, I'm like my whole like crack addiction. I'm like going to rehab, right? I'm oh. going to rehab and I can't get on the airplane to go to rehab. So my sister has to go. We have to drive to Philadelphia where I was born. I was born in the city of Philadelphia, so to get DMV or whatever, or? the city hall, uh, hall of records. Oh, the birth certificate. Ah. To get the birth certificate, because you can't get any like to start that chain of getting yeah. things back things again. First. You, you have to get like the you were born here, birth yeah. certificate, then you get the social security card, then you get the license. Yeah. Oh, dude. all in line now. So my sister, we stand in line for like two hours. My sister walks up to the counter, She's fucking furious. She goes, dude, "She loves you, man. He's my brother." <laughs> oh yeah, you need someone to say this. Here's my. St this is my brother. <laughs> Just to vouch for me. Yeah, like, that Ed McGowan face. I think I, I was actually. I think I was actually wearing this shirt too. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Just my brother. A fucking jackass. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, shit. They should do children's stories about you, like a warning. <laughs> but it would be Ed McGowan, like a little baby Ed McGowan, like an eight-year-old you. But same man, man face, right? Your face. Mm-hmm. And it's ever, like you're just happy-go-lucky, but get addicted to crack. Like you might be – I know you're not happy-go-lucky, but I feel like you're a very like, yeah, I'll do that. Like just a very – I would roll and with it. And then I'll do crack. Like, I would roll with it. Yeah, yeah, Just a life of not saying – like being one of those – I say yes to everything. Yeah. Yes and. <laughs> You're just a yes and guy and ended up on crack. That's where, that's where improv gets you, kids, okay? I mean, seriously. Because every, I mean, I know you have your own, like, demons and shit. That's, you know, I get why you ended up doing crack and getting clean and all that. But you as a persona, you as your surface, who you are, it is a funny visual of you just going with the flow into Crack dance. I just, I got here not because I'm so deeply. I used to hang out burdened. This, I used to hang out at this place in Flushing. I was the only white guy in there, and they fucking loved me. They were like, oh, "This kid, man, he's like, he's like on acid or something." <laughs> and then, Most like at the crack house. <laughs> yeah, it, was just, it was like this bar. It was like this, like uh, I guess it was a Dominican bar. I think it was Puerto, maybe Puerto Rican bar. Yeah, Dominicans uptown. Uh, it was a Puerto Rican spot over in like, uh, and they, uh, I, man, I would just hang out there all the time. Like, and you know what? The best night to party there was the night before Mother's Day, the Saturday night, because every all their girls, all their la- you know their their wives and girlfriends would come, and they had a full buffet. Oh, and everybody's just doing coke till five a.m. <laughs> what, what a holiday! Eat, eat with their mothers, <laughs> with their babies' mothers, their mothers. It was fantastic. Probably their mothers' mothers. It was the are coolest there. fucking spot. I still every time I drive over there, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that spot's still there. But there's like no, I don't even know if I could still find it. Really? Yeah, I mean, it was just long. a. It was just a door you would knock oh, on. Yeah, it was like a no, like, yeah, it was it's a no, neighborhood bar. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't even a. Yeah, it was like a speakeasy. So the job I wanted to talk about today is uh, I I got laid off from this job. This is about two thousand three. It's an insurance job, and I was checking my emails. I didn't know I could check my emails. <laughs> and it was right at the height of nudes were, ris- were really risky, but they were starting to become a thing. Oh, sure. Because you have your digital camera yep. or your webcam, mm-hmm. and now you could just upload them. And it's obviously very antiquated compared to now, but you could do it. And I was having – this was pr- – I didn't drink then, so pretty much every addictive part of me, every – thing that needed to be numbed or avoided was all through sex at this point uh-huh so i was on another level like couldn't stop jerking off i was you know just partner after partner it, it was still very vanilla i was still young so i didn't dive into any and, dr- and drugs i think help you if you're like that if you're kind of that way with sex get into the more out there shit that I did uh, later on in life, you oh, know, okay. but uh-huh. I think when you're a sober person, you don't find yourself, and I was a super motivated, you know, comedian and trying to, you know, do stuff with that, yeah, yeah. so I didn't have a lot of access to a lifestyle, if you will, mm-hmm. so when I would meet girls, it was online, because I didn't go to bars, oh, so like it was so like you a, started like to, a, yeah, AM, AOL, like or you know, the chats, uh-huh. and uh, I would just meet girls and have sex with them. And 
I remember this girl had emailed me a picture of her unprompted of her genitals. And I was checking my email. You say genitals, boobs or like the full? Genitals would be her area, her, her vagina. Her v- vagine? Yeah, but you know, uh-huh. it's like murky looking in the 2000s. Yeah, because it's like it's. And it's probably done like with a webcam underneath. Uh-huh. Like it was not a great photo, uh-huh. but it was very obviously a female anatomies. Uh-huh. You couldn't vagina. see her face. It was like a close-up. It was very close. Oh, <laughs> It was yeah. fucking too close. Yeah, right. I'm being honest. Yeah. I want context with the vagina. Of course. Absolutely. You know, like... Yeah, otherwise it's just... Not this. that I'm scared of the vagina. I put a lot of my face on a lot of vaginas. Pretty ugly. All forms. I'm not scared of it. No. And I know we were talking about sex too much, but this is the reality of this story. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whoever's listening and said we talked about sex too much, I heard you. <laughs> Trying to improve. <laughs> so she sends this... I closed the email, right? Problem is, you're at work. I'm at work. Oh, she I don't know it to about your work email. No, she emailed it to my personal email that we were allowed to check, but somehow gets caught. So here's what happens. Oh, it's like I a get fire. a virus, not from that email, but about a week, two weeks, a month down the road. I can't get off this internet, man. I can't get off my email. So I'm at work. And they're doing this thing with me where they've changed my position to where people can see my screen. Because they know the internet's an issue for me. Not even the internet. Emailing, you know, chat. Because on Hotmail, you could, like, almost chat within the email with your contacts. So I'm, like, dirty chatting at work. I'm doing it all, bro. Oh, wow, And and doing the job. Bro. (laughs) And getting the job done, which is probably very annoying to them. That's That's probably why they didn't fire me right away, because I was definitely a good worker. Much like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get put at this desk, right? <laughs> and I'm literally in a corner with the screen facing the whole office. So you can't. But I'm so stupid. I'm like putting it in little windows in the corner. Little like dirt, getting getting hard at work. No one can. I'm not like a total degenerate. I'm not like openly wha- like you playing pocket. Off. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even jerk off at work. But I was. Oh, right. sometimes I would get very aroused with these convos. And one time the owner walked by my desk and looked at me and gave me the worst fucking look, right? And I was like, I, I, and I'm so dumb, but now I look back and I go, that was when she decided it was probably going to be done. Because the next week I come in, I can't open my computer. I caught a virus. I was very friendly with the tech dude, this Asian dude, mm-hmm. young guy. Mm-hmm. This guy, I guess, when he opened my computer, he had found all these nudes uh, right, because they download to like they, a cache. Yeah, yeah dude. Right. Yeah, right. And it wasn't anything I'd opened that As, got the virus. It was something through their system that gave me the virus. Right. But they had to check. But they were. But they had to computer. check my yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ratted me out to the owners. And then the owner, like, I'm doing my job, and the owner's like, "Can you come in here?" Uh, it's a woman, and I go in there, and she's like. You know, I walked by your desk last week, and there you are at it again on that internet, on that email. And for a minute, I'm like, you like my mom? <laughs> that's so, on that internet. That's such a <laughs> that's crazy, such a thing, that's right? so funny. That's what it was, that's what it used to be like. That's so, on that, you're on that internet And again. I was hooked, boy. I mean, I, and so I didn't say anything back, and she goes, so-and-so, whatever the fucking tech dickhead rat, the rat's name was. He has found pictures of women's vaginas, <laughs> women's breasts, and me, I am self-preservation egomaniac to the 10th power. I'm just uh-huh. like, 
Let me see him. I want to see proof that he. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> hilarious, like, dude. I'd rather not. She's on her high horse, right? That's... Meanwhile, she's at the job that she owns. She's a multimillionaire, and the shirt she is wearing. The whole middle's cut out. I could see almost half a portion of each tit uh-huh. in this top. How dare you sex shame me? You're supposed to be my example. And you're over here tits on a half shell while firing me? Was this an elaborate ploy for women's breasts? Yeah, you should know. You're selling it here. We do insurance here. You don't need to be showing your titties off. This ain't bottle service. my favorite Josh right here. <laughs> Fucking fire me! This is my favorite. Just the just the crazy eye. Like <laughs> I, I couldn't believe this bitch fired me. <laughs> I had to walk out. The uh, fucking girl insane. I worked with, like who sat next to me, she wouldn't even look at me. Yeah, that's the best. Where everyone knows, but you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone knew I was a perv. One, everyone knew I was a pervert. Right. Two, everyone knew, like, oh, today's the day we're going to watch this guy get fired. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's humiliating. But honestly, I go, I'll, like fight, a, I'll fi- fight that whole place. I've been <laughs> fired, like, at a bunch, man. People, everybody knows, you know what I mean? You're just walking around like, hey, everybody. You know, it's, hey. Oh, Jesus. Every kidding. job I've got fired, I do walk out, like, I'll take a flamethrower this place. <laughs> like, every time. <laughs> look at me. Look, 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 look. I'm fucking fired. <laughs> I'll make a company Just drop down to his knees. Straight up Jerry, Ma- Jerry Maguire. Oh, Who's I'm with a, me? I am not a stable person. No. And I'll do it in a really, like, I can't, I can't call the cop. He didn't, hasn't done anything. There was a guy. It's this, an energy. This might be my favorite getting fired story that I heard. Uh, there was this guy, he was waiting tables at this restaurant and he was just a drunk. Like, you know, I don't know, waiting tables, like you can kind of get fucked up on the job. Like it happens. Uh, but he was like, he was one of those that like, it would just, he turned into like a blackout. He was just, he would black out after like three or four drinks. So they were like, dude, you got to go. He went and got a fire extinguisher (laughs) and just started dousing, dousing the place on his way out. It was like a three floor place. He's just walking around. (laughs) People eating $50 steaks. <laughs> just blasting people with this fire extinguisher on the way out. It's the most epic, epic. <laughs> I mean, you know what though? That's the ones you can go to jail for, though. With some guy extinguisher? goes like, well, it was swallowed a, it. It was I, a federal building too. Like, oh, it was, you can go to. That's like a. They could probably ding you with some kind of weird federal charge that gets twenty years. Did I ever tell you about that place? No. So it was uh, it was down in Philly. It was in the historic district. It was on federal property, and they ran this restaurant. And you would dress up. You would wear like the old timey, <laughs> the old timey. So like so I were on crack, and you were wearing knickers. Knickers. <laughs> I got knickers and, like the, the little vests with the like, little the little frilly. one hundred percent exactly, dude. So I got all that stuff on, and we're uh, the the me and the chef are like. We're doing just a bunch of drugs. Everybody, it was a total drug play. Like everybody was like just doing drugs. Yeah. So uh, the a couple guys were in there selling it. So it's late one night. It's late one night, and I'm a manager there. So uh, we're just up. We're just drinking, drinking the bar. Yeah. Just, just drinking the bar and doing a bunch of coke. And the next thing you know, a federal uh, like park ranger comes in and says the building's on fire. And we're like, what? 
turns out some kid there was a dressing room upstairs some kid flicked it was smoking up there and flicked a cigarette and it landed like on the like the facade yeah and it just you know the fake kind of wood that they put there's little fake oh, shingles yeah, 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 yeah. and it just went up like a roman candle yeah yeah, yeah. so now so now we're like oh, oh, oh okay <laughs> just drugs and drinks and we're just like clean, yeah, no problem clean sir it up. and now there's like a hundred firemen in there like it's a federal place you guys like, have just been getting wrecked and we're standing out front now i've been doing coke i'm in the middle of like a coke banner i've been doing coke for days and i'm, I'm yeah, like, like just getting the rock boogers so now we're standing out front and i'm just digging in my nose like i'm just <laughs> digging coke out of my nose <laughs> and the uh the chef's over there and he's talking to like the fire chief and he goes yeah no so yeah it was just me and the manager we were like closing up keep it you know cleaning the place up before we had to go and he goes manager who that guy over there picking his nose (laughs) (laughs) and he says he i i picked something out i looked at it (laughs) it's like if you saw that in a movie you'd be like what lowbrow nonsense you're really that like the the, the guy smelling his ass after he like his finger after he picks his ass 40 people and it was like who that Yeah, so it's just me and the manager, the employee of the month. All these accolades, this guy's like bringing you up. (laughs) Who that guy ever picking from the Tonight Show, Netflix special? Oh God! I mean, (laughs) I'm trying to think about a show one, but all this, I feel so depressed. I feel like it's gonna bum me out to talk about bad shows right now. We uh, we got Seattle coming up, dude. I'm psyched for Seattle. Yeah, yeah, I am excited for that. It's gonna gonna, be a good time. uh, There's tickets at joshgrover.com. We'll do it at the end. But I'm trying to think of. uh, I had. Have you ever had anything thrown at you while you're on stage? No. Okay. Have you ever had anyone charge the stage? We talked about that. I had that guy come up. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and, right. But um, he was just really drunk. He was just drunk. Yeah. yeah. But it, for like two seconds, I wasn't sure what was what was happening. Oh, I got a good one. Oh, I'm doing uh, City Steam. This is 10 years ago. And I'm working with um, this guy named Mick. Uh, he, he does a comic strip a lot. He's a New York City comedian, Irish guy. Mick Thomas, I want to say. Anyways, there's a fly in here, so Nucci's like freaking out. Uh, it's a, it's in December. They used to do a lot of holiday parties. Okay, tons of them. Uh-huh. And they were like, "Hey, you know, do you want to do these holiday parties?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Because what they'll do is they'll add a show to your weekend, and you make more money, oh, sure. and usually bigger checks because it's, it's a, a holiday party. party. Yeah. So this one holiday party started at like, I think it was like 11 p.m. And they've been drinking since 6 p.m. And I had already done two shows. Yeah. So they were the last show. And this woman in the back in this dark area was like screaming the whole show. Just Uh so annoying. So then I let her scream until I knew everyone hated her. And then I went in on her, you know, just like to make sure that no one would think I was mean. Because once you do that, you could be as mean as you want. So at one point I was like, man, wouldn't it be great if you... If tonight was a night you hung yourself in this basement and we just were whipping waffle fries off of your fucking head. Like, I can't even see her. I'm just giving her whatever evil is in me. Yeah. And I'm, and at this point now, I'm just like killing people. Are like, ah, get off, bank. People are trying to come into the green room to say hi and shake. It's like, 
rock star moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a woman about 5'10", 230 pounds with a curly mullet kind of stumbles into the green room door area. She ever seen Peter King, the football analyst, the Sports Illustrated guy? No. Monday Monday morning uh, quarterback is his podcast. Anyways, if you look up Peter King, this woman looked just like okay. Peter King, right. the sports writer. She says, "Who's on? Who was just on stage?" And the feature goes, "Oh, he was." She fucking runs at me like a bull. Ooh, I mean. Full smoke out of the nose, <laughs> head buried down, like she's coming. And the d- Mick, the guy I'm talking about, there was a, a second door that I forgot about that opened in. So she didn't see that door. So she's coming through like a little vestibule area to get through the main door to me. Uh huh. He kicks this door <laughs> so hard, it hits this bitch in the like the knock because she's coming head first yeah, yeah. her whole face is smashed into this door the door flies back open from her force and she's on the ground the manager comes out he's like what happened I go fucking lady ran into the door we gotta get you out of here she's drunk get your friend out the friends have to carry her out <laughs> ah, that's the best God, that's a good feeling. That's the best. Ah, that made me feel so good. It was uh, incredible. Uh, the, my favorite part about it, it was one of the first times I let, not let, but like invited. You know, these gigs are so hard. You don't really want to invite someone you're dating. But oh, I just started uh-huh. seeing Lauren and I was like, do you want to come on the road with me? Because they give me my own room right, and yeah, it's yeah. not like Was shady. she in the green room? She was there. She saw the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, uh, and, and, and then she saw you and Mick just laughing. <laughs> we were cry- Once we knew oh. that we were in the clear, yeah, we were. Oh, because we kept it together for a Dude. while. I can't believe this happened. Crazy. Because she. How often do you see Mick? I don't think I've seen him since. Oh, it's been a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. if I see him, oh, there's, there's no way we're not talking yeah, about exactly. that. It's it's epic, dude. It's so great to watch a woman just run right into it a fucking inc- door. It was oh, god, it feels so good. <laughs> Dumb fucking drunk. You got a you got a you got a show on. What do I got? A show? I don't or know. You want to do another job? You brought your little list of sad jobs. We got. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, well, you know, I was thinking about uh, driving. I over guess you here. did the editor job today, so you don't really have to do another job. I did the editor job, and then I was also thinking about like just getting fucked up at work. And I was kind of, we were kind of talking about that before, but like, that's like something that like, it's kind of like, uh, like jobs, working class jobs, you can kind of like you drink, can sneak a drink, you can drink on it. Like my, my buddy and his dad, they, uh, they ran a painting business and he would just drink all day and paint. Oh yeah. You paint a house, you just drinking beers. You know what I mean? Especially like if you're an older guy and you can drink six beers and it's not a big deal. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? yeah. Like, you just drink. You know what I mean? He had his like 14 year old son like helping him paint. He's like, yeah, dude, he's getting fucked up. <laughs> but then you fuck. How do you not fuck the house up? I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm sure it happens. It happens. Yeah. Because no matter how good you are when you're drunk, it's never as good as when you're sober. You just, I, yeah. I've been there. I mean, I mean, I I love to think that I'm I'm more loose when I'm drinking. But here's the thing about but that paint, gets sideways. But quick here's too. the thing about painting a house. 
who's really checking it? Yeah, you know, know what I mean. I, me? That's why I ask because that's the kind of shit I would, I would, I would be like, what the, what is this? Like I look around here, like they hired two guys to come in and just paint the, these apartments in New York City just to flip them, right? They don't yeah. care about the work. Exactly. And I'm looking at the, where he missed the thing, uh -huh. or he uh -huh. painted over it, it got a little bit on the floor. Like he just knew someone didn't give a shit. Sure. And it bothers me to live anywhere. Oh. Where someone didn't give a shit. But that's how people do. That's how people do jobs. People God, don't. I hate that. I, like that's what I'm saying. Like when you were talking about like the making the appointments and stuff like that. Yeah. You're dealing with. The yeah, front you're desk. Right. I'm dealing people. with the. You're dealing with the front desk people. The who, office version of the guys who painted this place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you know my buddy's dad who's <laughs> drinking a six pack on the. You know what I mean? While but he's painting. The, that guy can go. Hey, Bob, what the fuck? Oh yeah. And he would go. Oh, you know. Okay, that's on me. And he'd take care of he it. He would. See, that's one hundred percent. At least I know that guy. Yeah, he would totally. 100%. He does respect his job because he's gotten so good at it while drunk. He yeah. continues to. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> he found a job he could nail. And it'd be more about him having to get sober than it'd be about being mad at me to ask him to you know fix would, a part yeah. of the job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, driving driving home, he'd be they would they'd be fucking trashing. <laughs> That's you. fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, hey, well, fuck, we gotta oh, go back yeah. out of I know fun. those dudes. It's Ooh. never their fault. Yeah, never their fault. Exactly. Not because you you got drunk on the job. No, not not. <laughs> That wasn't the problem. <laughs> Me being a picky yuppie asshole, that was a, that was a problem. I forgot. Uh, that's my favorite to hear like somebody and we do it too. Like oh, I you love just it. do it when you just all of a sudden you just start ripping on somebody for like asking totally what was within their right to ask. So You're like, yeah, annoying. no, of course, and you walk away. With this fucking guy. <laughs> but I do that with you, but you see, you're so good at like pointing it out like, "Oh, hey, you know, like being diplomatic." I like that because I'm so secure that I do that. I'm just like yeah, I know. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you totally do I that. I don't care about that. I go, that. this guy, even the doctor. It I don't like, matter. I was, I was like, the, the doctor, yeah, he's going to do He's gonna do the endoscopy. Until you're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> he's, just trying to, he's just trying to get his... Uh, he's just trying, he's to, trying to get the tab up. I know that piece of shit. He's trying to run the tab up. It's like when they go, hey, do you want to get your beard? Don't get your beard done unless... Oh, you, at the It's an extra shop? charge. At the barbershop? It's an extra charge. Don't fucking put on the, don't try to upsell me on my health. What do you, now let me ask you this. Do you do the shampoo when you get to the barbershop? That comes with my, I'd go to a stylist. I have a good stylist, uh, actually. You got a stylist. Though. Yeah, I do the shampoo. Mm. What are you going to do? Mm. What are you going to do, man? I like to look nice. I like to look fresh. I got a, uh, I got an appointment tomorrow. I'm going to try and get some of that. Uh, what are you going to get? The minoxidil. What is that? For the, this, the, for that. Oh, for this part the, of your the, hair? The bed, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's like the a pill? Rogaine. Oh, yeah. oh, I use Pill. Rogaine because yeah, my yeah. shit's so thin back there. That's yeah, like yeah. one of my biggest insecurities. Uh, I'm going long on some bullshit. That is the fucking Rogaine. <laughs> and it works. To, it, I think it works. I'm getting a pill. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to get the pill. Yeah? yeah Tell yeah, me yeah. if it works. Does it make your dick Does it make your dick do? I don't think minoxidil does. You sure? I think the other you stuff better does. better check it. The Propecia does. Propecia <laughs> you better check it, dude. You're gonna have schmegma in Seattle. I'll do. You know what I'll prick. do? I'll do a, like, like a, a glazed uh, donut. Yeah, like how many times if I like? Listen, honestly, I could use a little tapering off. <laughs> to be honest, like if it was just like, oh, okay, I'm a, I'm jerking off like five times a week now. It's like, oh wow, okay, this is this is good. I used my equipment for the first time today. Oh, you, surgery. Oh, wow. I was hesitant, but it felt I needed to happen, God, boy. That's scary. Uh, oh, it, yeah. it, we're working. <laughs> we are working. We are fully operational. Uh, fully operational. That's good to hear. Say <laughs> good for you. I'm happy. 
I'm you happy. can follow me at Josh Accardo, and I'm on that threads. Another fucking useless tool for me to get this journey to the middle going. Uh, you go to joshcar.com. Eddie and I will be in and around Seattle for like four or five shows. Go ahead, Ed. Uh, you can follow me at Emigown Comedy on Instagram. We'll see you guys next week. You can listen to us on all major podcast platforms every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us on Instagram at Working Class Holds. Also, make sure you watch the full show on YouTube. All you got to do is type in Working Class Holes. And please don't forget to rate us five stars and tell a friend. Come on.